like we need to get to a place where we can kind of clone ourselves <laughs> yeah yeah you know show uh so and so or this this student or this person um that's willing to serve show them how to do what you do mm-hmm. and replace yourself you know between the grooves is hosted by james curtis music director and morning man in the greater toronto area on joy radio and aisha woods Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, and musician. Together, they talk with artists and industry insiders to discover our connection between music and faith. You can connect with us on Facebook or Twitter, at Between Grooves. Now, here's James and Aisha. Today on Between the Grooves, two very special guests. (laughs) Can you guess... Who those guests are? Hmm. Uh, let's see. <sighs> Drum roll. Are these suspense? Right, right. Suspenseful music. <laughs> what do we got? <laughs> no. Jeopardy music. You know. <laughs> That's right. We'll just we'll do just we wait. F- we'll just wait while people <laughs> you know send their comments and to to guess who our two guests are today. <laughs> Our guests today. Do we today. give them any hints? No, no. Well, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let the cat out of the bag right now. Our special guests today, Aisha Woods and James Curtis. Woo! Oh, that is awesome! Yes, I always wanted to um, hear conversation between those two. <laughs> I know, eh? like we never get to chat. But you know, we really uh, we we actually do a lot of talking uh, off mic, um, right? You know, we, we have guests each week, and it doesn't give us a chance to really dialogue as much as we'd like to. And, right. and we actually do talk a lot, but, you know, Justine just edits all that stuff out, right? <laughs> so, so now we can talk without worrying about her editing our, you know, little spiels and, and you know, things that we chat about. So <laughs> we're just going to go and, and uh, tell her just, we're going with everything. We're going with it all today. Yeah. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but the, the other thing I'll say is um, we almost need, need a disclaimer because some of the stuff that we've talked about off mic is the reason why it's not included is because um, we might have some upset people because we do speak <laughs> our minds sometimes. So um, I'm just going to include a disclaimer right now. The opinions expressed are those of the participants and don't necessarily reflect those of Between the Grooves. Even though, of course, we are Between the Grooves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's a busy time of year, isn't it? It is. And you know what? You have to start with, it's the most wonderful time of the year. But is it, though? But is, it, is it? It is. It's, it's certainly the busiest time yeah. of the year. It's the most hectic time. We could put a lot of adjectives in that space. Yeah. Yeah, I love Christmas and, you know, looking forward to our Christmas episode, bringing back many of our previous guests to talk about mm-hmm. Christmas. But it is a busy time, not Christmas itself, leading up to right. Christmas. Like Yeah, just the season. Yeah, like you are a music pastor or a worship pastor in a church, mm-hmm. and my, my brother is a lead pastor of a church. So I know the kind of schedules that you guys have oh to go gosh. through. It's not only the fact that you've got young kids, and anyone with young kids knows there's Christmas programs programs at the school that yes. you have to show up for. There's just rehearsals. the <laughs> rehearsals uh, for any of the church events that are happening. Then there's the social aspect where, you know, you've got these different 
uh, groups within the church, and you get invited to those groups for their Christmas yes. get-together. So yes. there's that, and then your own family get-togethers. Yes. For, for us, um, we had a lot of renovations happening over the summertime, as you know, so we didn't have anybody coming over. And mm-hmm. so now my wife is going through this thing where it's, well, we got to have, you know, different families like my brothers or, or uh, her side of the family coming over mm-hmm. on the weekend to get together before Christmas, yes. like, you know, play catch up. So every weekend we've got something going on. It's oh, like, my gracious. So there's that. And then, of course, shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you manage all that stuff? I mean, it's. Oh, uh, my gosh. I guess it requires some really good time management, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, certainly. Um, I think during this season, I definitely get some extra gray hairs. <laughs> yeah. And come January, I'll be pro- probably putting some color in my hair because <laughs> it's a wonderful time, but it is also quite stressful. Um, all of those things that you mentioned, you know, um, Christmas productions, rehearsals, uh, staff Christmas parties, team Christmas get-togethers yeah. are the things that are going on um, in our individual households. And one fun thing, though, I will say that I've done that I hadn't done, uh, gosh, since I've been married, is have a specific theme uh, to decorate my house and my Christmas tree. Guess what my theme is this year? Elves, princesses. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be princesses. You got boys. I Not got that boys. there's anything wrong with that. Sorry, another <laughs> right. disclaimer there. <laughs> uh, is, is we don't it, want you canceled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, is, oh it a, is it a color theme or is it um, a character? or? It is. It's not a color. Well... No, it's not a color theme. It's, I'll just tell you, it is a safari theme. Oh, very is, nice. And I'm going to send you pictures. Okay. It is, I am so excited. Like, I could handle that. I could. I, Merry Christmas. Absolutely. <laughs> Somewhere warm and, yeah. Like I've got, um, I went to the Dollar Tree. Do you guys have a Dollar Tree up there? Yeah, we, we've got that and some other dollar stores as well. Okay. So I spent... I'm almost ashamed to say this. I, I spent $93 in the Dollar Tree getting decorations for my wow. tree and for my house. <laughs> yeah. that's, like, that's like $500 Canadian. Oh, my gracious. <laughs> no, not that much. But that's a lot of money just on decorations. I don't know. I know. But I've got um, little plastic lions and... Um, and elephants and... Um, is this going on the trees or is this... Uh, yes. Or somewhere else? Okay. I can't wait to... Send, I'm going to send you a picture. Okay. I am so excited. Um, and it's so pretty. Like, I just... It just popped in my head. And then I went on Google and I put a search in for uh, safari-themed uh, Christmas decorations. And right. I saw a few things and I was just like, oh, this is going to be sweet. That's yeah, something know. different, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Um, I find this time, like for me at the radio station, my busy time is up until uh, mid-November. Uh, because okay. artists, singers, songwriters, musicians 
are prepping all their Christmas music over the summertime, which is really right. odd, really strange, but that's just the reality of it. And then by the beginning of October to mid-October, that's when the radio stations start receiving all this stuff through mm-hmm. till probably the first week in November. And meanwhile, there's a whole bunch of stuff behind the scenes that happens at the radio station prepping for the Christmas music anyways, loading it up into the, the library and getting it ready for Christmas. And if you know mm-hmm. every radio station starts their Christmas music at a different time. When do you start yours? We always start December 1st. Okay. There's some radio stations already playing Christmas music, which is fine. Right. Um, I uh-huh. just don't want to oversaturate the Christmas music. Um, yes. So I, I, you know, by, I don't want people to be tired of Christmas music by the second week in December. <laughs> so that's the reason why I don't start till December 1st. But there's a lot of great music this year. Um, so once the Christmas music is ready to go, like now, um, it's... I wouldn't say relaxed time, but now I can concentrate on other stuff. But I will say this about the Christmas season as well. And this is something I I think I was forced to realize and to adapt to uh, when COVID hit. And that is downtime. Mm. For me, you know, everybody had a lot of a, you know, much of a break. I was still going into work, as you know, every day. And a lot of other people were as well. And so I forced myself to just have that day of rest on a Sunday where I just do nothing. and That's wonderful. Yesterday is an example. Um, I'm just, you know, relaxing at home, and my daughter and my son and my wife decided, hey, let's go to the mall. And so you know what? They went to the mall. I did not. <laughs> You're like, bye. I, I said, fun. see you later. I was just relaxing yeah. on the couch. I think I was on my phone just watching whatever videos came up on my Facebook feed and stuff and just relaxing uh-huh. and chilling. And I had dinner without them. And by the time I was ready to go to bed, because I go to bed early because I got the morning yes. show the next day, uh, they're just getting home. And I had a nice, relaxing afternoon quiet. or evening. Quiet. Yeah. And it was quiet. And you kind of need to force yourself to do that when it's such a you busy time of year, you know? Mm-hmm. And I yeah, can't imagine what it would be like for you. Like, I, I've, my kids aren't young anymore, but your kids are young. So there's mm-hmm. always activity happening in your life, I'm sure. Always. It's nonstop. But I thank God because um, just, was it last, it may have been last weekend, um, my husband was like, just you and I. We're going to go for two nights, and then we'll bring the boys over for the third night. And um, we just had some downtime, some quiet time, some adult time, <laughs> Yeah, you know, just before all of the craziness. And I'm so thankful that we had that time because, uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. I think, uh, part of it, crazy. I think part of it is, is learning to say no, though. Yeah, that's true. Because you get requests. I I get requests all the time to do stuff and and Mm -hmm. to be somewhere Mm -hmm. or do something. And I just gotten to the point where it's, uh, no, you know, sorry, Mm -hmm. I'm not able to do it. And I've got a conflict or whatever else, whatever the reason is, um, just to force myself to have the downtime. I get lots of stuff, you know, invites or whatever on a Sunday. And I just I'll just say, no, Sunday, I need to rest and relax. And so that's what I do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you have to. You have to. And. Um, and saying no is not always the easiest thing, but it's necessary. Yeah. And somebody's got to be the, uh, as they say, somebody's got to be the bad guy. Yeah. I sometimes <laughs> feel that way as the music director of the radio station because I get hundreds of emails of Jeez. songs that people send me. And some of it's okay. Some of it's not. 
And right. like I, I tell people, I don't have respond. I don't have time to respond to those emails. Like right. they'll sit in my inbox, and you know, some of these people might get upset that I'm, they're not getting a response from me. They'll try messaging the radio station on our socials. They'll send. Mm-hmm. I've I've received messages on my personal website. Yes. Of hey, I've I've sent you a song. You know, you never responded, and and so here's. <laughs> Here's a message for everybody right now. There you go. Right. Don't now. <laughs> don't expect a response. If I, the problem is, is I don't have like it would be a full time job for me to listen and respond to every single email that I get. It would be a full time job, and I have other responsibilities. So sure. I've I've just decided to say no. I will not respond. And uh, you know, in the in the chance that I do respond, the challenge I have is it's it's not just one email, right? You get an right. email from somebody, you respond to the email, and that initiates and another it, email it opens back. It up. So, so if I had a hundred <laughs> songs that I'm trying to listen through and respond to, now that's four hundred emails, right? Um, Can I tell you something? Yeah. Those um, those emails that you get from folks that do not include the necessary requirements, um, they now come to me. James. Yeah. <laughs> How do you mean? Like in church? No. I'm saying just uh, guilty by association. I've heard from several Canadian bands. Right. <laughs> yeah. They've sent, they've reached out to me. Um, because of Between the Groups? Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. they're, so they're sending you stuff. So are, are, are they expecting yes. you to play it where? <laughs> I don't know. They're just asking me to listen to their their stuff and and support them. Right. But, um. You know, I've I've got a ton of stuff going on too. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm so. these hundred emails. Man, it's over a hundred. But these emails that are sitting in my inbox right now, I'm just going to hit forward and send them all to you. <laughs> Or, or I'll just say, I'm just going to give them your personal email address. Say, yeah, just send them to Aisha. She'd be happy to have a listen and let you know what she thinks. But, you know, it's really, it's, what's really funny, though, is, is, you know, and I appreciate that even artists, whether they're Canadian or from the U.S. or elsewhere, I appreciate the fact that they're busy. And I appreciate the fact that they would like to use radio as a forum for marketing, because that's what really radio right. is for them, because they're going to want to get their stuff uh, streamed. They're going to want to get the radio airplay just to, for, for marketing and for advertising you know, their stuff, because really it's right. just one out of many songs that they would have put up onto the, um, you know, the listening platforms. But they still need to do their research. You know how many emails I get from people that said, this song would sound great on your radio station. <laughs> and I listened to the first, you know, 10, 15 seconds of the song thinking, no, it would not. We, oh don't, we don't play that style of music. So, no, it would right. not sound good. I'll have people turning off the radio because they don't want to listen to your stuff. Again, right. with all due respect, um, we have a certain CCM sound to our radio station. If you send me uh, a polka song or, <laughs> or some you know, instrumental with no lyrics – you know, right. some really slow song, like, the likelihood of me adding that, that song is very slim. Um, I had one, there was a, a country artist that sent me stuff, and it was all great music, but I just couldn't play it, because that's not the style of music that I would be playing on the drive times uh, right. on my radio station. And so, you know, I said to him, why don't you come up with a crossover 
song that kind of gets that you know adult contemporary or um, CCM sound right. that would get you some exposure on the radio, and then people will, hey, I like that song, and then right. they'll tune into you on Spotify or some of the other streaming platforms and get to appreciate some of your other music. That's nice that you um, you give them that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 guy actually happened to come into the radio station uh, and drop by, and, oh, I, and I knew he was coming, so He's I didn't. Like, yeah, it wasn't a surprise. Surprise! I'm stuff. here. You know. <laughs> but uh, so I knew he was coming, and he was a Canadian artist. He was in town and stuff. And hey, I, I love these face to face, you know, contact as well. It's it's not. It doesn't mean they're going to get their stuff played, obviously, because right. this guy never right. did get his stuff played. But if he were to come <laughs> up with a crossover song that would you know fit our mold or the, our style of music then yes. uh, you know definitely you give the guy a chance it. yeah yeah mm-hmm. absolutely so yeah so those are those are my woes you know we talk about you know busy lifestyles and you know, almost like a day in the life of or a, a week in the life of that's yes. kind of the stuff that i have to deal with but i i i've chosen not to deal with as much because i have other responsibilities uh, but you know let's it's, it's not all about me here. What about you? I mean, this mm-hmm. this is a time of year for you when you have all these church events and rehearsals and stuff. Yes. And and you're dealing with volunteers. So these people aren't, right. aren't get paid, right? And they have to show Correct. up for rehearsals. You've got productions. What's, right. what's What's, like, what's involved in that as far as you scheduling and getting these people to show up and actually preparing it all, music-wise and everything else? All of the above. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We, um... We actually just had a working lunch uh, last Thursday, and we were going over our Christmas Eve program. And me being over that department, ultimately, um, our pastor has the final say-so, but a lot of voices were speaking into the production. Right. And I was a little frustrated, but... um, when it's all said and done, it's like, all right, pastor, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. You know, um, because we're here to support you. So the whole planning of the uh, Christmas Eve program, that's like my biggest rock right now <laughs> Yeah. Um, for the rest of the year. And we're introducing new songs in the month of December. I don't want to overkill with Christmas music either, you right. know. But there are some some pieces that you just have to do because it's Christmas and there are things that we've always done. But just because we're celebrating our king and him coming. And yeah. um, so there are some staples that we definitely will have. And scheduling, oof. Who's available? Who's not available with volunteers? And who would be best for this? And um, yeah, you can't fire volunteers, serve? can you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Apparently, they you, work for free. Uh, right. You know. But then you have, you know, where a volunteer will call and be like, "Oh, I can't make it to rehearsal this week." Right. Um, because they have and lives as well. They've got responsibilities exactly. and stuff, and you can't, mm-hmm. you know, shoot them down for that either. No, not at all. It's um, it's a great opportunity to really love on people and connect with community. And we just have to 
really look at the the positive parts of it and schedule everything do what we need to do to make it a success yeah um, but at the end of the day if stuff fails guess who they're going to be looking at yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you know, you, know so. you mentioned about the christmas eve service and i always and i've been involved in in various christmas um whether it be big productions uh, mm-hmm. You know, cantatas, musicals, and whatnot, and yes. and some of these things were, you know, a lot of people might not realize that, but for something of that magnitude, the preparations happening in the summertime already, and you're starting rehearsals mm-hmm. probably the end of August, early September, but for right. something, and I'll and I'll use this in quotes for something as simple as that's in quotes now as a Christmas mm-hmm. Eve service is actually very very complicated, and the reason it, why. It, is because all year long, you've got your 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 music, your worship songs that you're singing, but you're singing them week in week out. Not necessarily right. the same song every week, but certainly you're you have some sort of repetition in that music. Christmas right. time, though, you're singing all these songs that you haven't looked at for a year, right? Right. And so a lot of times, especially when you're dealing with musicians and singers, you're kind of learning it whether it be the chord progression or the melody or the lyrics, you're learning it all again for the first time. Right. And and Christmas music, by the way, is some of the most difficult and intricate music ever written yeah. and played. So it's not, you know, a walk in the park. Right. We're talking chord structures that are, they're complex, yeah. you know. And that's that's the reason why, especially in this day and age that we live in right now, everybody uh, kind of expects perfection. Mm-hmm. Uh, they certainly expect professionalism, and yes. and so you know if you can listen to a song on the radio and it sounds really slick, and it's a Christmas song because they've got all the production behind it and they've recorded <laughs> it and they've you know mastered it, they've right. laid down multiple tracks, you don't yes. have that option on a Christmas Eve service where you've got perhaps even volunteer musicians who are learning this thing and trying yes. to make it sound just as good as another regular Sunday morning service, right? Right, right. Yep. That's when you um, that's when you call your friends in the industry. Yeah. <laughs> and I've already made my calls so I uh, thank God that um, that we've got some great people that are uh, willing to help and make this thing what it needs to be. And you could, I suppose, use tracks as well, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it would not be uh, as great as it can be. Right. We'll just put it like that. Your musicians... Thank God for multi-tracks. Yeah. So your musicians in, in church now on a regular Sunday morning, are they paid musicians or are they volunteer or there's a combination of both? There's They're all volunteers. Okay, so they're all volunteers. So what what does that mean for Christmas Eve? Is that going to be a, hey, we'd like to give you a break so you can enjoy the service and you bring in people? <laughs> I wish. Yeah. But the nice thing, the really nice thing is... The volunteers absolutely love to serve. And I think when you create a culture of wanting to serve, it makes for a completely different experience at any service, whether it's just a Sunday morning or if it's a rehearsal or if it's a Christmas Eve or Easter service, you know, the, the big services of the year. 
um, they are just looking for an opportunity to get involved and serve. So just having that mindset, creating that culture, it it makes all the difference in the world. Sure. In the past, I'm not sure what the current stats state, but in the past it was always said that 20% of the congregation actually serves. You got 80% sitting on their Right. You know, doing nothing. And then you've got the other 20%. So do you find that the 20%, especially in the busy times of the year, whether it be the Easter or the Christmas or any mm-hmm. big special events, do you find that they get burnt out? I, you know what? With us, it's a little different. And I, what I do find is that people will sit on their butts until they are asked. Right. A lot of times it's they're not serving because no one has just come up and had a conversation with them um, about getting plugged in and, and doing something. Right. So we've made it a point to reach out to folks. Hey, listen, um, might you be interested in, in serving in this capacity or in this area and just connecting with people? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the thing and, you have to watch for and this is, I can speak from experience now, um, mm-hmm. is you ask them to serve. They're good at serving. They're good at what they do. Be careful not to ask too much. Right. Yeah, because people can get burnt out is very true. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they may be good at it. I mean, just because I'm good at something doesn't mean I should be doing all of it. Uh, right. You know, some other people maybe need to have a chance. And maybe initially I'm willing to do all of it, but after a period of time, it's just become too much. And, and then I mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. get to the point where it's like, you know what, I'm, I can't do this anymore. And, you, and then they quit altogether. Right. That's true. Yeah, folks have gotten burnt out. Um, and I think that's where training comes in. Because if you've got someone that's very good at what they do, if they're the only one doing it, like we need to get to a place where we can kind of clone ourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, show uh, so-and-so or this this student or this person um, that's willing to serve, show them how to do what you do mm-hmm. and replace yourself, you know? Well, listen, it is time for us to go uh, very soon. We've got our Christmas episode coming, and uh, we invite you to subscribe and uh, like our podcast. Uh, you'll want to listen to this between the grooves christmas special we have one every year it's one of our most listened to episodes each year Uh, we bring back many of our previous guests over the course of the past few months and we talk about christmas and it's a lot of fun and uh, Mm. so we would love for you to hang with us as we invite all of these people back and the other thing i'll mention is you know we we do horse around and and talk quite candidly on this podcast as we have today but we would love to hear your comments and feedback as well uh, we'd love yes, to keep this conversation in. going uh, drop us a line wherever you listen to between the grooves and uh, we'd be happy to keep the conversation going thanks for listening to faith strong today's between the grooves podcast if you enjoyed this episode would you consider sharing it with your friends Rating our podcast or giving us some love on your socials to your amazing friends and followers will only help us reach more people. We'd also love to hear from you and share your feedback in an upcoming episode. Send your video or written message to Aisha and James on Facebook and Twitter at Between Grooves or email us anytime. Hello at faithstrongtoday.com. 